episode number 168, Camaro One Elise Stomp's Blue Oval Rival. Welcome to the Camaro Show, a podcast about all things Camaro and GM performance news. I'm Chris Frezzo. And I'm Jason Debler. We're your hosts for this week's episode of the Camaro Show. Want to be part of our show? It's easy. Just leave a message on our voicemail hotline at 586-486-3182. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And welcome back, everyone, for another exciting episode of the Camaro Show. I'm Chris. I'm Jason. Uh, happy Father's Day weekend we have That's going right. on this weekend. Uh, it's gonna happy be happy Flag a, Day. F- there was Flag Day. Flag Day on Thursday. Um, there's all today. Uh, the day we're recording is National Flip Flop Day. <laughs> so it's pretty much should you know that could be could be coinciding as or rephrased as National Douchebag Day. Okay, yeah, bro, yeah, bro, you gonna get some tan on, bro? <laughs> National Flip Flop Day. Yeah. Hey, hey, speaking of Flag Day, do you know how many fl- American flags are on the moon? Oh God, this is probably going to be a, a trick question. No, no, just uh, I just learned it. There's five of them. There's five American flags on the moon. Yeah. is it really? Th- I, d- yeah, I did Yeah, Thursday, not know Thursday that. morning on Flag Day, I was watching the news and they said there's five American flags on the moon right now. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Unless they faked it. Oh God. Here we <laughs> that's always the biggest. That's the the the, the people who are uh, the. The conspiracy theorists are like, oh, well, if there's a flag on the moon, how come we can't see it? With We have the biggest telescopes in the world. Why can't we see the flag? Huh? You can. Huh? huh? You can. <laughs> At least according to the, the newscaster on Flag Day here in local news, they said said you can see it. Of course, I mean, I guess I don't know how they launched a, a rocket off a flat planet anyway. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I took, a, I took a level out and put it on the ground, and it was perfectly flat. Oh, God. Here we go. I, I've, seen, I've seen some of these flat earthers before, and they're they're, they're just they're stupid. They're absolutely stupid. I, I thought it was a joke. I thought it was I, like, like I, the I sub, did too. I, I like, did, like like satire, like the Church of the Subgenius or something like that. That it's it's a running gag, like a snipe hunt or whatever, you know. Yes. Yeah. Or, or or fish flies. Yeah. No, fish flies are legit. <laughs> they're popping up here. I'm willing to bet that a lot of our listeners have never seen one. Yeah. I guess you have to be around <laughs> bodies of water around this time of year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Quite a bit. I got a, I got a picture from, I want to say, 2011, 2012, 2011. Um, he was even 2010. Of I was getting breakfast at a Burger King in St. Clair Shores right around July 4th. And uh, there was probably, I'd say, 30,000 fish flies stuck <laughs> to the wall. And and they smell fantastic too. And they're a drag to get off the front of your Camaro, especially when the Detroit News is driving one around and reviewing it. Nice segue, huh? You like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. yeah but they are a drag to, to power wash off. Yeah. So, um, get this article you, you you tell me about right there in the Detroit News here. Uh, Henry Payne uh, published an article. Camaro One LE is a joy to drive hard, and makes that mentioning about stomping its blue oval rival. Yeah, it's a pretty pretty cool article. Uh, it says, correction, the story has been updated to correct the Camaro 1LE's engine size. Uh, what, they must have had a different engine size than the 1LE? Because, uh, I mean, uh-huh. well, there's two versions. I mean, we got the V6, yeah. and then we got the SS. Right. Hmm. It's a neat article. I was kind of kind of skimming it and uh, got some good words about it. And, and you know, he, this is, he's, he's the auto critic for the Detroit News. Um, 
He's got a, sh- a, a, sh- a show, Car Radio with Henry Payne, from noon to 2, um, 2 p.m. on 9, 10 a.m. Saturdays. There, there are no good a.m. stations down here, by the way, for news yeah. and such. Um, report card, highs, affordably wicked, athletic V6 1LE balance, lows, can't see out of it. <laughs> can't fit in rear seat without removing legs. <laughs> I like that. I like that one. That is funny. Um, overall, four stars. Yeah, he, he he mentioned in here, and Chris, we were talking about this. Um, let's see here. that The V6 is actually better balanced weight-wise because it doesn't have that fat bag of an engine in the front. They actually called it a boat anchor. <laughs> boat anchor. Yeah. <laughs> and, and they do some comparing to the Cadillac ATS as well because hmm. they are the same, as he says, yeah. the same bones that make the Cadillac ATS the best handling compact premium sedan. The car is simply a joy to drive hard. Offered for the first time in 1LE track trim, the V6 Wowed. Camaro driver, Camaro car, and, car and driver's lightning lap, blowing away 40,000-something competitors like the Nissan 370Z Nismo VW Golf R and ahem, Mustang. Wow. Yeah, can Chev- you this? Despite, despite a 100-horsepower deficit, the 1LE laps the VIR faster than the eight-cylinder Mustang GT. Now we've we've talked about this, and in fact, you you had an article to back this up, didn't you? Before, where you said it's not necessarily the car, but the driver too can make oh, a sure. huge difference. Um, there was like, was it was it like a Miata versus like a Corvette it, or something? No, like that? it was. I think it was a a Ford Focus that had was slightly modded, if I remember right. Versus no, it was a stock Ford Focus driven by a professional. And then um, our buddy that owns uh, the Power Network, uh, I forgot his name. Um, I can't think of his name right now. In a C7 Corvette. Okay. And, you know, you think, okay, uh, um, uh, I think, and I think the Corvette was modded. One of the two was modded, and I, I think it was a Corvette. And still, he had a heart. Once, once that driver in the Focus got ahead of him, <laughs> it was over. It was over. So, yeah, it's, it's definitely, you know, the driver. Well, hopefully this wasn't the case in this part, because otherwise they would all come down to driver in the... In the, in the Camaro, but we're just just a, a slight comparison there to the Mustang versus the V6 1LE car. Hmm. Yep. Uh, I've never driven the V6 1LE car. Have I driven the V8 1LE car? I can't remember. I can't. I can't remember. Yeah. I I, I know I drove the V6 Ivor car. At the sixth gen reveal on right. on the on the road course there, yeah, yeah. but I, but you really couldn't go crazy with it, you know. You couldn't. Jalopnik did, but <laughs> yes, sir, did they ever? <laughs> um, ooh, I'm feeling warmer already. Spring or summer is finally here, and the Chevy Camaro SS and the V6 1 Elite Track Editions are here to play. So, we will link this up in the show notes, and uh, you can go. There's some nice pictures here too. I mean, has, has it been a while since we've seen a? Uh, about the uh, a what Detroit news? Oh, on the on the Detroit news. You completely cut out. Can you repeat what you said? Yeah, it's been a while since we've seen a, a Camaro um, review on the Detroit news. Oh yeah, hasn't yeah. it? Yeah, it's been it's been a while on any really <laughs> anything so far because I don't know. There's not a lot going on right now. I I, I have a feeling that they've had this car for maybe. They wrote this a couple months ago or something, and now they're finally publishing the article. Yeah, not not bad timing at all. No, cool. Well, good to hear that one. Ali is is really 
proving to be a hell of a value. You know, I mean, of course, the ZL1 is the absolute monster, but with the one LE is, is no slouch. No, not at all. Speaking of uh, Camaro stomping on the Mustang, we've been talking about this for a while. Horsepower Wars. Horsepower Wars. <laughs> Yeah, over there at uh, at horsepowerwars.com. They're doing that thing where they're, you know, putting the Mustang against the uh, uh, Camaro. Yeah. And they start with the baseline and then they put they're going to put $5,000 in mods into it and then dyno and then I think they're going to drag race and junk. And then they're going to put 15,000 more dollars into it. Dang. And then, you know, put them head to head, but so so they're at the $5,000 mark. After being treated to near, to $5,000 in naturally aspirated bolt-ons, which you got to watch the, the video, which we'll link up, Chris, you'll you know, link up. Yep. Um, they hit the dyno jet, and let's see here. What was it? Uh, the final numbers are uh, Mustang 402 horsepower at the wheels, the Camaro 418. There's so really nothing to sneeze at. 418 horsepower is not bad for naturally aspirated for $5,000 in goodies. Yep. So this is just one round back by some of the biggest names in the automotive aftermarket, including ARP, BMR, Comp, Covercraft, Diablo Sport, Dynabat, E3 Spark Plugs, Holly Performance, Part my, my, blah, 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 blah. It just goes on and on and on. So, Oh, they actually mentioned BMR suspension twice. <laughs> so it's, it's a pretty cool series going on. You can subscribe to their newsletter. Just head over to horsepowerwars.com. Always a fun video to watch. Doesn't cool. Dennis Pitsenberger have something to do with that? I believe so. I believe that crazy so. guy. So, what else we got going on here? Um, what else is on the agenda here? Do we have voicemails? Yeah, we've got a couple. Want me to go uh, right to those? Yeah, I'm, I'm always up for that. All right, let's go. Hey, Chris. Hey, Jason. It's Josh from Louisville. Just wanted to call in and say a couple things. First, we are currently less than one month away from Camaro Fest down in Bowling Green, or up in Bowling Green for you, Jason. Second, I wanted to comment a little bit on the price of the Z cars versus the price of the Shelby GT500 in the used market. Uh, the Jalopnik article misses a couple things. First was that particular car is the very last car that Carroll Shelby had any input on before he passed. Second, Ford has yet to release a model with comparable performance to that car in their current generation of Mustang. The GT350R is more of a road racer akin to a Z28 rather than a uh, drag strip beater. So as of right now, the old quote-unquote GT500 with the 662 horsepower is still the most powerful Mustang produced. And thirdly, I know, Jason, you've banned me from entering contests based on some uh, less than flattering comments I made about Corvette owners in the past, but I just wanted to give a little in. I don't know if I've given this uh, before, but I wanted to say that for my chrome tailpipes or tail light whatever tips, I use the Zeno glass cleaner to get the soot out of those. It works really well. It's kind of gritty, but it really shines them back up. I look forward to seeing you guys in a few weeks. Bye. Josh from Louisville. Come Josh. In. Thanks for that reminder. One month away from the Real biggest, fast, yes. uh, uh, the biggest East Coast, if you will, because I, 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 I don't guess. know how big they, it's, it's huge. Yeah, and it's yeah. I don't know if it's bigger than what was what happened over there at uh, on the West Coast with uh, Camaro Con. Right. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Yeah. But what did what, what did he say about Corvette owners? I don't remember. Probably nothing that I haven't said. 
I, I don't know. Other, I mean, I it's, it's, it's well known that they're all douchebags, but other than that, <laughs> um, he, he talked he... about the, the, he said, so, so the Jalopnik article that they were referring to of the Z cars versus that particular GT 500, I guess was a, a bit skewed because that car was the last one that Carol Shelby had any input on before he passed away. So, and they haven't released a new GT 500 in the, in the current generation so mm-hmm. i guess maybe not quite apples to apples in terms of uh mustang versus camaro there i don't know i don't think there ever is going to be an apples to apples at this point yeah it used to well i don't even know if it used to be yeah because because the the lt1 camaros yeah the z28s you know, right was a 5.8 5.7 liter and i want to say the shelby or the, i'm sorry the mustang cobras were 5.8 liters, so they had a similar displacement, but that actually wasn't that Cobra engine a 32-valve engine? Yeah, it was like a more, more modular one, wasn't it? Yeah. Gosh, you know, so I I don't really think there is an apples-to-apples apples anymore. That's why the Mustang's so damn slow. <laughs> <laughs> I was walking down the street, me and Vito were going to the park the other day, and here yeah. comes a Mustang, I pointed and I go, you gotta watch out for those things, because those things will come at you without notice, <laughs> And you just you just gotta be careful. Just jump out of the way. <laughs> it's like it's like a dog like, that why? bit somebody once, man. You can bite anybody. <laughs> and the guy's looking at me while I'm pointing at him. He's probably thinking, yeah, he thinks I got a badass car. <laughs> oh man, that was a cool voicemail. Thank you very much. And I'll have to find out uh, in in a month there in Bowling Green what 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 the heck you think is wrong with us us old fart yeah, cranky or, or, or private or, owner douchebags. Or private message us, Josh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't remember what he said, but. Uh. I don't remember either. So okay, so he gave he gave a he gave a, a car care tip because yeah. I got this uh, big old prize pack from 303 Products. In fact, I should probably get that up here in the garage. So next week I'll list out everything that you're going to get. Ooh, the winner nice. gets nice. Yeah, I'm just looking for the best Zeno glass secret. cleaner. What's that? Zeno glass Zeno. cleaner. I've, I've on, used glass on cleaner tips. on Chrome before. Have you? Mm-hmm. I know you That's have the, a hatred of Chrome. I do not like Chrome. You yeah, saw my video I that did. I posted. I did. Dude, that that adhesive on that was just a drag. <sighs> Hatred of Chrome. Yeah, oh, I don't hate Chrome. I just don't have a a place for it. Now, speaking of which, I know the rest of everybody can't see that, but look at that. That's my first car. Is that a? It's a 1983 Dodge Charger. I was just gonna say, is that like a Daytona or a Charger? And look at how dirty it was in the front. Because how that like dirt baby in front blue? of the? How can dirt get in front of the rear, the front tire instead of the rear? Yeah. But I found this picture and I'm like, I gotta scan this and post it. Oh, you definitely do. Definitely. God. Do. Was I it a, was it a stick car? Yeah, it sure was, man. Wow. Was it turbo? No, it wasn't. No, no, it was not. In fact, um, I I think I want to say it was later that summer that it died, and when I was on the way home from work, and I pulled the valve cover off and. The camshaft had been had broken before, and somebody had welded it back together. <laughs> I remember that. You told me yeah. about that. <laughs> yeah. I think the timing might have been a little bit off. <laughs> you think? <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, Josh, thank you for that. Uh, Thanks, Josh. That, yeah, and, and look how dirty this car was. I don't think I've ever had a car that dirty. No. Maybe, maybe that's why. This. Maybe that's why your your love of clean cars existent today i i don't know it's just a, an embarrassment man 
And so Josh gave the tip. So yeah, next week we'll I'll go over the list of what the what the winner will get um, in that 303 owner prize pack for giving out your best car detailing, super top secret car detailing tip that right. you're willing to whore out to win free stuff for. Right. And if you want to know how to do that, here's how. Hey, want to be part of this show? Well, we want to hear from you. Just hit our digits at 586-486-3182, 24 hours a day. Leave us a message and we'll feature it in an upcoming show. So what are you waiting for? Do it now. We do have one more voicemail here. Let me go ahead and play that. Hey, Chris and Jason. This is Sean on Oceanside. Uh, saw your post about uh, calls. The one thing that was on my mind that I wanted to share, and it was very special for me, is that uh, I was able to give my dad a ride in my Camaro. And the reason why that's important is uh, when my, my dad bought a brand new uh, Camaro back in 1967, and he gave that to me when I was in high school, and that's really what developed my love for the Camaro. And my dad has always liked, you know, the Camaro and Mustangs and those kind of cars. And uh, just a month ago, I was able to give my dad a ride in the Camaro. And I'm glad I was able to do that because now my dad is in, uh, basically he's in hospice care. He's getting in a facility where he gets 24-hour attention that he needs, and uh, and he's just at that point in life. He's 86 years old, and I took a little video of it, but I was grateful to do that, and he really enjoyed riding in the car, and uh, I think it was, uh, I just think it made him really happy, uh, I guess just because he knew, uh, you know, I had a nice car, and he enjoys those kind of cars, and, and uh, it reminded him back to those times when, when he first bought his Camaro. Anyway, just wanted to share that. Talk to you later. Bye. Sean from Oceanside, thanks for calling in, buddy, and thanks for sharing your story, dude. Does you know it's kind of touching. Um, yeah. his, his dad gave him his first Camaro back in 1967, and he was able to take his dad for a ride in his new Camaro, who's 86 years old and is now in hospice. Um, that's tough, but you know what, buddy, we're we're, we're thinking about you, and 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 happy Father's Day to to you and your dad. You know. That's absolutely right. That's a great. That's a great that's a good connection, story right too. there. Man, I was like, what? What? Here's the thing with me and my dad. My dad was never a car guy ever. Yeah. I I started becoming a car guy just from my friends and and being around them and and just my my love of going to the library and, and can't wait till the next Hot Rod magazine came out and being yeah. able to thump through that thing and. And um, Motor Trend and um, whatever else was on the shelf at the library. And then. Yeah. Now, I know your dad's a car guy. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm glad we're, I'm glad we're talking about this because we really didn't have it on the list. And that's that's a, would have been embarrassing if we missed Father's Day, because for not all of us, but most of us. You know, is our is our dad or a father figure that got us into cars. Right. And my and I, I absolutely my dad did. I mean, there's there's without question. It was my dad. Um, he's he's. But I we talked about. I think we talked about this last year too, Chris. Because I I think that your dad is very technical and very very intelligent. Right. And your first car was at the time one of the most technically advanced cars made, a Buick Grand National. Yeah. You know, turbo technology was actually somewhat advanced in that car. So I think that even though your dad wasn't a car guy, he was a tech guy. And, of course, that led you into your, like you said, going to the library, which is what you do for a living. You're a technical yeah. person at the library. So it was, it was the library that gave you that, that, that edge, you know, but it was because of your wow. dad. So yeah. 
anybody have a anybody out there have a mom or a or a mother figure that got them into cars? Wow, I bet you that'd be few and far between. Yeah, but I'd like to hear if there was. So if you got one, call in and tell us about that. I know both my grandparents worked for you know one of the big three. Uh, mm-hmm. My 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 dad's dad, um, when he came to Detroit, um, he worked for Packard. And, yes. and then Pack, when Packard knew they were going out of business, um, my grandfather got a job at General Motors and he worked at Packard during the day and he worked at General Motors at nighttime. And Jeez. when, when Packard went under, he, um, he got in full time at General Motors, uh, working at the technical center, the tech center there in mm-hmm. Warren. Um, and he was a tool maker. He designed special tools that was used, um, in General Motors for, one-off type things like we we have no idea how to do this and he'd be like okay i'm going to develop a tool that's going to help you you know move this gadget around or yeah move this thing and he would do these one-off type projects for general motors yeah my other grandfather worked for chrysler and he he was more um i don't know if he was a he didn't work like building cars but he, I don't, to tell you the truth, I'm going to have to ask my mom what he did for, because I know he yeah. retired from Chrysler. Uh-huh. And so he wasn't on the, it wasn't on the assembly line. It wasn't definitely been, on the assembly line, no. And your other, your, so your one grand, grandfather was, was he a tool maker or a tool and die maker? He was a tool maker. Okay. Well, I mean, your other grandfather could have been anything, electrician or, or yeah, you know, could have been, support yeah. services or, or whatever. I mean, there's there's so much more to an auto plant than just that the, yeah. you know, the assembly yeah. line. So, yeah, it's really cool to have relatives. A lot of my relatives did uh, did as well, worked at uh, right there in Lansing at this very same plant where the Camaro is made now. Generations of people, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. In fact, even my senior high school uh, engineering trip was to that plant where they now make the <laughs> no Camaro. No kidding. Yep, and little did I know that uh, four, five, five, six years after I took that field trip, I would be engineering the assembly line in one of those plants. <laughs> and then little did I know that back in your former you know, life. Yep, yep. Yeah. So, but uh, anyway, you know, and and it was because of my dad that I was an engineer, and you know, and, and interested in that. So yeah, so happy Father's Day to all the dads out there, biological or otherwise. Yeah. Just yeah. if you're a father figure or a mentor, that day is for you. Absolutely. Don't let the title fool you. Yeah. Wow. And uh, and Sean, uh, best wishes to you and your pop. Yeah, we're thinking of you, dude. Absolutely. Uh, let's see. What else well, we got? got a couple, on the... a couple couple other articles got this list that you posted uh, that gave me about the from yeah, the new york Daily news this, this was interesting take a look at that yeah. <laughs> all right let's see here from camaro corvette these are the 10 best chevrolets of all time <laughs> see if you agree with this I, all right I, there's i don't think it's in it says uh, i don't know if it's just in any order they're just saying these are among the 10 yeah so 55 to 57 chevrolet bel-air definitely yep. 59 chevrolet impala yeah Holy Batwing cat eyes, it says. <laughs> you know what? Yesterday, I saw one exactly like that, but it was tubbed out Pro Street style being taken up I-65. It was seafoam green, too. It was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, it had those big... You know what? Those tail fins are awesome. I wish they'd bring back fins and stuff that yeah. made sense. I love that picture. The next one, the 1963 Chevrolet Corvette Stingray. I'm not much for first, second, or third, or fourth, or barely even fifth gen Corvettes, <laughs> but I do love that one, yeah. that split window. It's iconic. 65 Chevrolet Corvair Corsa. Hello there, Ralph Nader. <laughs> <laughs> we remember you. Well, sort of. Yeah. Muddled Al Gore's chance. 
Being president in 2000. Oh, getting a little political there. That's okay. Yeah, and everybody does. 67 and 69 Chevrolet Camaro. Oh, of yeah. There we go. First gen Camaro on the 1970 list. to 72 Chevrolet Chevelle. Yes. I, I watched Days and Confused like for the 10,000th time the other day. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. 1987 Chevrolet Monte Carlo SS Aero Coupe. D- disagree. Yeah. Why would they pick the 87 Monte Carlo SS Aero Coupe? I always thought those things were butt ugly. Yeah, it was. The it was Aero a just never. Thing. It wasn't? I guess. It's something about that. That three, <sighs> that cool three sided back window? Nah. Yeah. Was, An 87, that was all about the Grand National. nineteen ninety Chevrolet Corvette ZR one, absolutely. Oh of course. Of course. Two thousand eleven to present Chevrolet Volt. Something that I would not have first thought of, but I do not disagree with that one bit. Technological breakthrough there, man. Mm Mm-hmm. 2014 to 2017 Chevrolet SS. Absolutely. I I don't believe this car should be on this list. No? No. I think it's a great car. It's an unbelievably great car. But is it among the greatest Chevrolets of all time? No. Because they only sold they because only it was, sold 12,000 of them. Yeah, it was just a flash. So, I mean, I, and, I'm, and I know somebody might, people might be, you know, getting ready to send me hate mail. I'm not saying the car is bad. I would wish to God I could have one. Well, what would there, you replace that car on the list with? Um, well, let's see here. Uh, I got it. Oh, that's the last one on the list. Yeah. I'd say the fifth gen Camaro. Okay. Because that re-sparked everything. Right. But I'm not... God, that's such a good-looking car. I love those wheels on that, too. Man. It was a great car, but I don't think it... You know, I mean, I don't think it's in the same league as the 55 to 57 Chevrolet Bel Air. Right. I mean, everybody... You see the Chevrolet right. Bel Air. But I think everybody they're doing... I think it's is. just like the different... It's just a... I don't know. I mean, I can't receive it be with like a, a Beretta. <laughs> Freaking Corsica. Or. They were the, they're the same car. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we, okay, here's the... Oh, we kind of skipped this. We uh, The list of 10 great Chevrolets. We chose our 10 based on a few simple criteria. Be a bestseller. Chevrolet SS was not a bestseller. <laughs> right there. A trend-setting innovator. Not really. It didn't... Nobody followed. A design leader. Eh. Or a performance superstar. In other words, they had to make a difference. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think it gets me, because I don't think that Chevrolet SS made a difference as awesome as it was. It didn't get a fair shake. Because it was imported from Australia. Mm-hmm. And it was expensive, and it was... Yeah, it was a $47,000 car. And not everybody had a need for that. You know? They could turn around and buy a an Equinox or something. Very, very few people would want that car. Yeah. It was, it was basically a four-door Camaro. Okay, hmm. let's replace it with the Citation. <laughs> do you remember what that remember the radio in that thing it was like sideways yeah in, in the that citation? was a great idea that was innovative at its time <laughs> yeah innovatively stupid you know the funny part is i told you before we started doing the show that my buddy from from fifth grade on yep, yep. Is, is here in town for a military reunion he had a shot citation yeah one of my friends in high school had one too and he had an aftermarket radio with a digital display and of course you had to turn your head sideways to see what time it was <laughs> Uh, how much time we got left, buddy? Uh, we got a couple minutes. Because you linked up this hot rod story about this awesome 1969 Chevrolet Copo Camaro well, that was a disappointment yeah, to it, the original. It's a good story. Um, yeah. I found that in oh, Hot Rod. It, 
it mentions Barola Chevrolet. That's exactly. where you bought your first Camaro, right? That's where I bought my fifth, my '95 Z28. Oh, your second Camaro then. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So this guy bought this. And what happened? Let's see here. So he he used this this the Copa ordering, right? Yeah. He ordered it up with the ZL1 uh, motor in it, and he and it came, and they put the wrong motor in it. Oh. So he only kept it for a couple months, and then he sold it to his buddy, and his buddy raced the hell out of it. <laughs> Which is what it was made for. Yeah. Um, and now, if you read, let me go back. I got to pull it up. It was a good article, though. Good story. So I think he's um, the the owner is now putting it back together. I guess the car only had like eleven thousand miles on it too. Yeah, that was probably quarter mile miles. Um, took about a year and a half to restore it. The once unwanted Copo Camaro is is its showpiece now. It's missing one key component, a replacement for the space saver spare that he, I think he says he mentioned he ordered it. Oh, okay, yeah, let's see here. Passed on a console and anything fancier than the simple push-button AM radio, most likely to keep the car's weight down, he ticked off a space saver spare for the trunk, so we can't find that. Mm. He says it's tough. You know what? I'm not much for brown cars, but this burnished brown is really nice looking. It's a beautiful car. Yeah. It's, it's almost like a bronzy coppery brown it's not just like poop yep. it's metallic the metallic just jumps out is, is the m22 is that the uh is that the transmission oh, transmission yeah the, isn't that a muncie no what is that i'm looking at the pictures i because he said he couldn't find another m22 to put behind the motor again he says lucky yeah he, he finally found one a lucky find, thanks to a Camaro guru, Ian Johnson, a friend who lives in Florida. It matches my Protecto plate, says Glenn. It was built on the same day as the original transmission oh. for a car 40 vins away from my car. Oh, it, that is so cool. It was an original low-mileage case that has never been taken apart. What are the chances? <laughs> <laughs> so he's got almost an original transmission. I mean, I mean, it is an original, just not his original transmission. Just, you know what? Let's see here. I'm trying to think of how many jobs per hour they would run that assembly line, assembly line back then. So I want to say that that transmission, if it was 40 production numbers away, it's probably two hours away. <laughs> so there's maybe wow. maybe a one to two hour difference. Isn't that crazy? Uh-huh. I love these type of stories. I'm going to link this up, too. guys, in the show notes. It's on the Hot Rod uh, website. So Yeah. And Gosh, look at these pictures. Uh, whoever took this, the pictures, this is Richard Prince Photography. Um, let's see here. There's at least one of them here. Richard Prince, ourprincephoto.com. Guy make, takes great photos. Whew, God, that's nice. Did you know that Marola Chevrolet is no more? No, really? Yeah, they changed their name. To what? It's now called oh. Genesis Chevrolet. That is stupid. <laughs> I know Morales was very historic. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, and and uh, they must have been sold or scooped up into Whatever. some sort of conglomerate. But yeah, they're they're no longer Morales. They're Genesis. I actually bought my 96 Camaro SS sort of from them. I remember, I remember that. I, same, my I same was, salesperson, yeah. I was leasing it for two years, and then I bought it out of the lease. Yep. And the funny part is... <laughs> is that uh, I said, how much is it going to cost? And they ran the VIN, and they gave me a number, and I thought, this that's that's really Wait, good. Yeah. Yeah, I'll buy it out of the... 
Well, it's because it still had a Z28 yep. VIN. <laughs> yep. And I kind of felt like I shafted Chevrolet on that after I figured out why it was so cheap. I'm like, holy cow, yeah, I'll buy it out of that. That's a great price. Yep. <laughs> I didn't I didn't I didn't know until a couple years later. It's like, dude, wait a minute, what? <laughs> Yep, I remember. The guy's that. like, yeah, it's because I ran the VIN like when Carfax came out or something like that, and it says Z28, and I'm like, it's not a Z28, it's an SS, and I'm like, oh, but, oh. Your, but yours was the one that was still listed as a Z28 SS. Yeah, what's that? It was What'd still listed as a Z28 SS, wasn't it? Your but, car, not in the VIN, not in the VIN, but the, the but airbox it was and everything. Z28 SS, yes, yeah. Like I, I have, I had the second sticker. Now Brent Franker has it. <laughs> I should, I should buy that car back. Does he still have it? He's he, he wanted to sell it back to me within the past year. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding. It's beautiful. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Dang. Wouldn't that be something if I bought my first Camaro back? Wow. I see Tim DeYoung is doing that right now. He's buying his Camaro back. The Octane one? I believe so. Really? Yeah, it's fourth gen. Wow. Yeah. Good for him. You know, I bet you anything Brent would sell me that car back. Yeah. And you know what I would do? Did he ever... Put the motor together and put the Vortec in and all that stuff? I, I think he put a different LT1 in it. Okay. But because he still has that 396 with the Canfield heads and. Right, yeah. That, that, thing, was, a, that, that, was, that was a that beefy was set, motor. That was set to make some serious monoblade throttle body. That was set to make some power. Yep. Some ridiculous power. And uh, yeah, I just didn't, uh, couldn't finish it. So I sold it to him as, as, a, as in pieces. Yeah. You know, it'd be really neat to get that. Make a good story. I bet you I could get that car into hot rod after I rebuilt it and put it back to the way I wanted to finish it. Mm-hmm. I bet you get him. Um, you get Jack to deliver it back to you too. <laughs> <laughs> good old Jack. Jack's car moving service. Yep. Yep. No, I'd still use Southern Integrity Auto no, Transport. Of course. of course. Yep. You know what? I should. Once I get back square in the job situation, <laughs> I should look into that. Uh-huh. See what Brent wants for that. That'd be cool. That would definitely be cool. Be weird. One of the last pictures I have of it was my son sitting in it, and it didn't have an engine in it, but he's sitting in the driver's seat, and he was uh, four. Wow. Now he's 22. Dang. That was a long time away. Yep. Definitely gets away from you, but... <sighs> all right. I know we're out of time, so we're reminiscing and all that junk. Yeah. It was so a good show, though. For good all show. All for listening. Get your car care tips so you can win that 303 prize pack. Get them in. The prize pack. Prize pack. Prize pack. Yeah. And a happy Father's Day to all the fathers and father figures and mentors out there. Absolutely. Happy Father's Day. And we'll see you next time. See ya. Thanks for listening to The Camaro Show. Don't forget, drop us a voicemail at 586-486-3182. We'll see you next week. See See ya. ya.